This 34th week in ordinary time marks the final week of the liturgical calendar in the Catholic faith. It's a time of endings and also anticipating new beginnings. We'll see in the readings this week the focus on the four last things, on death, judgment, heaven, and hell. It's an interesting comparison of the book of Daniel, which is very apocalyptic. It's a series of visions, of interpretations of dreams on what is to come. And then to see Jesus in the gospel emphasizing that we may not know when that is to come. Daniel points out time and again that the nations, the kingdoms, the empires that were known at the time were impermanent. They were temporary. They would all go to dust. And yet, There is a great kingdom to come, the one that Jesus calls upon during the Gospel of Luke. So I'll invite you to listen to these handful of readings from this week and think through on your own, what really are we called to do knowing that we are intended to be in this world while not being of this world? The readings of Monday, November 27th, 2023. A reading from the book of Daniel. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon came and laid siege to Jerusalem. The Lord handed over to him Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and some of the vessels of the temple of God. He carried them off to the land of Shinar and placed the vessels in the temple treasury of his God. The king told Ashpenaz, his chief chamberlain, to bring in some of the children of Israel, of royal blood and of the nobility, young men without any defect, handsome, intelligent, and wise, quick to learn, and prudent in judgment, such as could take their place in the king's palace. They were to be taught the language and literature of the Chaldeans. After three years' training, they were to enter the king's service. The king allotted them a daily portion of food and wine from the royal table. Among these were men of Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. But Daniel was resolved not to defile himself with the king's food or wine, so he begged the chief chamberlain to spare him this defilement. Though God had given Daniel the favor and sympathy of the chief chamberlain, he nevertheless said to Daniel, I am afraid of my lord the king. It is he who allotted you food and drink. If he sees that you look wretched by comparison with other young men of your age, you will endanger my life with the king. Then Daniel said to the steward whom the chief chamberlain had put in charge of Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Please test your servants for ten days. Give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then see how we look in comparison with the other young men who eat from the royal table. 
and treat your servants according to what you see. He acceded to this request and tested them for 10 days. After 10 days, they looked healthier and better fed than any of the young men who ate from the royal table. So the steward continued to take away the food and wine they were to receive and gave them vegetables. To these four young men, God gave knowledge and proficiency in all literature and science, and to Daniel, the understanding of all visions and dreams. At the end of the time the king had specified for their preparation, the chief chamberlain brought them before Nebuchadnezzar. When the king had spoken with all of them, none was found equal to Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. And so they entered the king's service. In any question of wisdom or prudence which the king put to them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters in his kingdom. The word of the Lord. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke. When Jesus looked up, he saw some wealthy people putting their offerings into the treasury, and he noticed a poor widow putting in two small coins. He said, I tell you truly, this poor widow put in more than all the rest. For those others have all made offerings from their surplus wealth, but she, from her poverty, has offered her whole livelihood. Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The readings from Tuesday, November 28th, 2023. A reading from the book of Daniel. Daniel said to Nebuchadnezzar, In your vision, O king, you saw a statue, very large and exceedingly bright, terrifying in appearance as it stood before you. The head of the statue was pure gold. Its chest and arms were silver, its belly and thighs bronze, the legs iron, its feet partly iron and partly tile. While you looked at the statue, a stone, which was hewn from a mountain, without a hand being put to it, struck its iron and tile feet, breaking them in pieces. The iron, tile, bronze, silver, and gold all crumbled at once, fine as the chaff on the threshing floor in summer and the wind blew them away without leaving a trace. But the stone that struck the statue became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. This was the dream, the interpretation we shall also give in the king's presence. You, O king, are the king of kings. To you the God of heaven has given dominion and strength, power and glory, men, wild beasts, and birds of the air, wherever they may dwell, he has handed over to you, making you ruler over them all. You are the head of gold. Another kingdom shall take your place inferior to yours. Then a third kingdom of prawns, which shall rule over the whole earth. There shall be a fourth kingdom, strong as iron. It shall break in pieces and subdue all these others, just as iron breaks in pieces and crushes everything else. The feet and toes you saw, the partly of potter's tile and partly of iron, mean that it shall be a divided kingdom, but yet have some of the hardness of iron. As you saw the iron mixed with clay tile and the toes partly iron and partly tile, 
the kingdoms shall be partly strong and partly fragile. The iron mixed with clay tile means that they shall seal their alliances by intermarriage, and they shall not stay united any more than iron mixes with clay. In the lifetime of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that shall never be destroyed or delivered up to another people. Rather, it shall break in pieces all these kingdoms and put an end to them, and it shall stand forever. That is the meaning of the stone you saw hewn from the mountain without a hand being put to it, which broke in pieces the tile, iron, bronze, silver, and gold. The great God has revealed to the kings what shall be in the future. This is exactly what you dreamed, and its meaning is sure. The word of the Lord. And a reading from the Gospel according to Luke. While some people were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings, Jesus said, All that you see here, the days will come when there will not be left a stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. Then they asked him, Teacher, when will this happen? And what sign will there be when all these things are about to happen? He answered, See that you not be deceived. For many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has come. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for such things must happen first, but it will not immediately be the end. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines, and plagues from place to place, and awesome sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise be to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The readings from Wednesday, November 29th, 2023. A reading from the book of Daniel. King Belshazzar gave a great banquet with, for a thousand of his lords, with whom he drank. Under the influence of the wine, he ordered the gold and silver vessels, which Nebuchadnezzar, his father, had taken from the temple in Jerusalem, to be brought in so that the king, his lords, his wives, and his entertainers might drink from them. When the gold and silver vessels taken from the house of God in Jerusalem had been brought in, and while the king, his lords, his wives, and his entertainers were drinking wine from them, they praised their gods of gold and silver, bronze and iron, wood and stone. Suddenly, opposite the lampstand, the fingers of a human hand appeared, writing on the plaster of the wall in the king's palace. When the king saw the wrist and the hand that wrote, his face blanched. His thoughts terrified him. His hip joints shook and his knees knocked. Then Daniel was brought into the presence of the king. The king asked him, Are you the Daniel, the Jewish exile, whom my father, the king, brought from Judah? I have heard that the Spirit of God is in you, that you possess brilliant knowledge and extraordinary wisdom. I have heard that you can interpret dreams and solve difficulties. If you are able to read the writing and tell me what it means, you shall be clothed in purple, wear a gold collar around your neck, and be third in the government of my kingdom. Daniel answered the king, You may keep your gifts or give your presents to someone else, but the writing I will read for you, O king. 
and tell you what it means. You have rebelled against the Lord of heaven. You had the vessels of his temple brought before you so that you and your nobles, your wives and your entertainers might drink wine from them. And you praised gods of silver and gold, bronze and iron, wood and stone, and neither see nor hear nor have intelligence. But the God in whose hand is your life breath and the whole course of your life, you did not glorify. By him were the wrist and hand sent and the writing set down. This is the writing that was inscribed, Mene, Tekel, and Peres. Those words mean Mene, God has numbered your kingdom and put an end to it. Tekel, you have been weighed on the scales and found wanting. Peres, your kingdom has been divided and given to the Medes and Persians. The word of the Lord. Reading from the Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to the crowd, They will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to prisons, and they will have you led from before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead to your giving testimony. Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand, for I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. You will even be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The readings from Thursday, November 30th, 2023. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For one believes with the heart and so is justified, and one confesses with the mouth and so is saved. The scripture says, no one who believes in him will be put to shame. There is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all, enriching all who call upon him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on him whom they have not believed? And how can they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how can you hear without someone to preach? And how can people preach unless they are sent as it is written? How beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. But not everyone has heeded the good news. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed that was heard from us? Thus faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the word of Christ. But I ask, did they not hear? Certainly they did, for their voice has gone forth to all the earth, and their words to the ends of the world. The Word of the Lord. Reading from the Gospel according to Matthew. 
As Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, casting a net into the sea. They were fishermen. He said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. He walked along from there and saw two other brothers, James the son of Zebedee and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets. He called them, and immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Now, these readings today are particularly poignant from the standpoint that they are from the feast of the Saint of Saint Andrew the Apostle. Today was very much the call for fishers of men, as you heard in the gospel, and truly reaching out. It's a bit of a departure from the rest of the week that we've heard thus far, um, but important nonetheless. Readings from Friday, December 1st, 2023. Reading from the book of Daniel. In a vision, I, Daniel, saw during the night the four winds of heaven stirred up the great sea, from which merged four immense beasts, each different from the others. The first was like a lion, but with eagle's wings. While I watched, the wings were plucked. It was raised from the ground to stand on two feet, like a man, and given a human mind. The second was like a bear. It was raised up on one side, and among the teeth in its mouth were three tusks. It was given the order, up, devour much flesh. After this, I looked and saw another beast, like a leopard. On its back were four wings, like those of a bird, and it had four heads. To this beast, dominion was given. After this, in the visions of the night, I saw the fourth beast, different from all the others, terrifying, horrible, and of extraordinary strength. It had great iron teeth with which it devoured and crushed, and what was left it trampled with its feet. I was considering the ten horns it had, when suddenly another, a little horn, sprang out of their midst, and three of the previous horns were torn away to make room for it. The horn had eyes like a man, and a mouth that spoke arrogantly. As I watched, thrones were set up, and the Ancient One took his throne. His clothing was snow-bright, and the hair on his head as white as wool. His throne was flames of fire with wheels of burning fire. A surging stream of fire flowed out from where he sat. Thousands upon thousands were ministering to him and myriads upon myriads attended him. The court was convened, and the books were opened. I watched then, from the first of the arrogant words which the horn spoke, until the beast was slain, and its body thrown into the fire to be burnt up. The other beasts, which also lost their dominion, were granted a prolongation of life for a time and a season. As the visions during the night continued, I saw one like a son of man coming on the clouds of heaven. When he reached the ancient one and was presented before him, he received dominion, glory, and kingship. Nations and peoples of every language serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that shall not be taken away, 
His kingship shall not be destroyed. The word of the Lord. Gospel, reading from the Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told his disciples a parable. Consider the fig tree and all other trees. When their buds burst open, you see for yourselves and know that summer is now near. In the same way, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. Amen, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Readings from Saturday, December 2nd, 2023. A reading from the book of Daniel. I, Daniel, found my spirit anguished within its covering of flesh, and I was terrified by the visions of my mind. I approached one of those present and asked him what all this meant in truth. In answer, he made known to me the meaning of the things. Those four great beasts stand for four kingdoms which shall arise on the earth. But the holy ones of the Most High shall receive the kingship to possess it forever and ever. But I wish to make certain about the fourth beast, so very terrible and different from the others, devouring and crushing with its iron teeth and bronze claws, and trampling with its feet what was left, about the ten horns on its head and the other one that sprang up before which three horns fell. About the horn with the eyes and the mouth that spoke arrogantly, which appeared greater than its fellows. For as I watched, that horn made war against the holy ones and was victorious until the ancient one arrived. Judgment was pronounced in favor of the holy ones of the Most High, and the time came when the holy ones possessed the kingdom. He answered me thus. The fourth beast shall be a fourth kingdom on earth, different from all the others. It shall devour the whole earth, beat it down, and crush it. The ten horns shall be ten kings, rising out of that kingdom. Another shall rise up after them, different from those before him, who shall lay low three kings. He shall speak against the Most High and oppress the Holy Ones of the Most High thinking to change the feast days and the law. They shall be handed over to him for a year, two years, and a half year. But when the court is convened and his power is taken away by final and absolute destruction, they, the kinship and dominion and majesty of all the kingdoms under the heavens, shall be given to the holy people of the Most High, whose kingdom shall be everlasting. All dominions shall serve and obey him. The word of the Lord. And finally, the gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Beware that your hearts do not become drowsy from carousing and drunkenness and the anxieties of daily life, and that they catch you by surprise like a trap. For that day will assault everyone who lives in the face on the face of the earth. Be vigilant at all times and pray that you have the strength 
to escape the tribulations that are imminent and to stand before the Son of Man. Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This week's readings leading up to the beginning of Advent really mark some of the most important messages throughout the church's liturgical year. As I noted at the beginning, it's really an exploration into the quote-unquote four last things laid out in theology of the Roman Catholic Church. Those are death, judgment, heaven, and hell. And in particular, I think this week we see a lot in the topic of judgment. But really from that, we have kind of three underlying sets of themes that we see evolving over the course of the week. In the early parts of the week, and Monday and Tuesday, there's a lot of discussion about the importance of being active in your faith. In Daniel, we heard initially about the intention to provide Daniel and his, his colleagues, his cohort, with the foods from the king's table. Now, the important thing to note here, and this is where context becomes really important, is that in the Jewish faith, if we look back to Deuteronomy and Leviticus, there's a, a significant amount of, of time spent talking about the, uh, the importance of being, as we know it today, being kosher. You couldn't eat certain animals. You, you couldn't mix certain things together. And what they knew was that the animals coming from the king's table were not kosher, that they weren't accepted under Jewish law. So in, in effect, Daniel and his colleagues had to stand up against what would otherwise have been expected of them, that they weren't permitted by God to be part of this material world and to simply accept the, the boon from the king would be a denial of God. We see that evolve, and ultimately God gives Daniel a whole series of, uh, Daniel and his colleagues, these gifts, these talents. And Daniel in particular gets those of vision and insight. But what I took away from that really was the importance of faith as an active undertaking, that you don't simply exist in your execution of the faith, but you truly have to live the faith. And that's what we see in the Gospel of Luke, where these emphases on pushing back against the world that you live in, the recognition that in the tribulations that may come, that fathers and mothers may throw their, their sons uh, to the wolves, that uh, that truly it will be a difficulty to stand in your faith. And that brings us to the second major theme, and that is a foretelling and a warning of a time of oppression followed by a judgment and an eternal kingdom. Now, I'll point to, to an important set of historical notes here, and that is these four beasts that Daniel calls out. A winged lion, which was representative of the Babylonian Empire, the one in which he was existing at that point in time. A bear, which is, re which is reflective of the, uh, the Medes, the Median Empire. 
the leopard, the winged leopard, which was representative of the Persians. And then there was this fourth different beast, which theologians and historians have come to acknowledge was, was the empire of Alexander the Great. That rather than being an empire of the East, as the Medes, the Persians, and the Babylonians were, this was an empire of the West. And that it spread across the entire known world, stamping everything under iron and bronze and standing up a single series of kingdoms underneath it. What was important here was that those empires, those kingdoms were as extensive as one could ever think of. And yet all of them would crumble. They were all made of clay. They were bound together in the things of this world. And even in the case of iron, iron is brittle. And while it may break something else, it itself is damned for, for fragmentation. And that brings in this idea of the son of man. If you bring that then together with the language from Luke and the parables that Jesus offers us, I think the most important piece there is that as we think towards the future and this more permanent, more eternal kingdom that is to come with the Son of Man, with the Ancient One, that we have to know that we don't know when that may be. And we'll see in the, in the uh, readings this Sunday the recognition that you always have to be prepared. And I think this is what really brings us into the season of Advent. It's the question of preparation. That it's insufficient to await a specific day. There will be many that call, call out and say, I am the one, this is the time, and they'll be wrong each time. And that if we're ultimately going to be allowed into this, this kingdom of heaven, this more eternal kingdom, that it's going to take going through significant trials and, and tribulations. But you won't necessarily know when that ending is coming. And therefore, whenever you find yourself challenged because of your faith, it's important to persevere. It's important to prepare and it's important to always be ready so that, that when that master comes in the night, as in one parable, that we're anticipating it and we're not caught off guard. I think these are the perfect readings and the perfect sentiments to take us into Advent, which is one of the quintessential seasons of preparation. We're preparing for his return. Oftentimes people look at Advent and Christmas as the celebration of his coming 2,000 years ago. But it's as important to recognize that this is the preparation and the celebration of his coming yet to happen. So as we think towards the ending of this liturgical year and beginning of the next, the most that we can do and the best that we can do is to recognize that faith has to be an active task, that faith alone is insufficient to deliver us, that faith with deeds is absolutely crucial 
that we must live that faith every day, that we must anticipate the challenges, the torments, and the difficulties of living that faith day to day. And ultimately, we must be prepared for that day that he comes again. That's really what the entire faith has been built around. It's that anticipation, that desire to see that future without end. Thanks be to God.